Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Yeah, Sports Day SA for Tire Power. Get the five minute tire safety check at your local Tire Power. Tire Power, their buying power puts the power in your lane. Well, Dan, our next guest is a, is a great story. He's picked nine in the draft. Took him a while to get going. He's a boy from Longford in Tasmania, I believe just out of Launceston. Uh, now, I've been to Launceston a few times, but not to Longford. And his name's Chase Jones. He joins us now. Hi, Chase. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you going? Are you the most um, famous person out of Longford? Uh, I don't think so. Michael Roach was a oh. great Longford boy as well, so to, believed to have taken one of the marks of the century. So. Yeah, um, all right. We'll, we'll good, put... good little famous name there for you. <laughs> Your career's still going. We'll put you number two. Hey, 76 games, yeah. eighth in the best and fairest. You've really come on in leaps and bounds. Uh, must have really enjoyed last year, too, that uh, that nasty ankle injury late. Yeah, no, it was good uh, Good to get start getting some forward into my game. And, uh, no, it's definitely a bit annoying when the injuries like that uh, occur, but there's only so much you can do about that at times. We speak with you every year, and we enjoy speaking with you. you, you you've been on the up and up, and I mentioned uh, you, you had the same draft as Ned McHenry and yourself, and you, you both copped a bit for a couple of years playing at a pretty poor side. It wasn't a great side and, and wasn't easy to get a kick, but spoke with Matthew Nix, your coach, uh, a couple of days ago. We had a meeting with him, and asked about both of you, and he said McHenry's one of the, now one of the most popular guys in the club, and and he's loved the way you've gone about it every year. You've got better and better, and your, your confidence is a lot higher. Is, it, is that how you see it now? You belong in that in that side, first picked? Yeah, most definitely. Like It's um, it's a, a tough industry. The AFL, uh, AFL footy is a, a mad mad sport to play, and so much going on at times with the media and just playing footy in general. So it definitely uh, took me a little bit of time, but I'm loving my footy and loving Loving playing with the Crows and doing what we're doing. Chase, you signed a three-year contract extension with Adelaide until the end of the 2026 season. It must be nice knowing that you've got another three seasons at the club. Do you think pressure-wise it, it makes any difference? Does it release a little bit of pressure to play with freedom, knowing that, yep, I can really continue to catapult and, and grow in my career, but I've got another three seasons here to really have a really strong career for Adelaide and be a one-club player? Yeah, most definitely. It's um, there's there's periods of the time uh, of the year where like you're out of contract and get, can get very stressful. So to have a bit of security and that sort of thing, like like I said, I love I love being here in Adelaide and it's um, like it's great to see what we're doing as a group as well. So it's very exciting to see what the next year and a couple of years hold. 
And so what did you make out of the match simulation last week against Port Adelaide at Alberton? Not that the score mattered, but it ended up in a tie. What was the takeaways for the Crows uh, in review? Yeah, no, it was a good hit out. It was nice to play against someone that's not your teammates after a few months of of pre-season, that sort of thing. You you play a lot of footy where both teams are doing the same thing. So it was actually nice to play against someone that you don't know what they're doing until you're out there a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was definitely a good hit out, and obviously preseason games, there's a few cobwebs to be blown out, and also like a few learnings to be taken as well. The other thing Nixie said was the rise and rise of uh, Phil Thorpe. He said just come on in leaps and bounds. The defenders don't like to stand him at uh, at practice or at, at training. Um, he's just grown up. He's a big boy, and he, he should be set for a terrific year. Yeah, most definitely. He's a massive human. Like, it's actually crazy sometimes how you stand next to him and he's, well, what is he, 20? Like, like it's, yeah, it's scary sometimes. But, no, he's, he's going to have a good year, hopefully, and um, hopefully we can keep feeding him the footy as well. Hey, just on your own, the number one jumper's never been lucky at the Crows for some reason. Some people love the one, uh, but uh, I think you're the most successful in that jumper. Did you choose that or were you given it or how did that work? Um, so obviously I was with the number 20 to start with, but yeah, I got, got the chance when Huey Greenwood, um, moved yeah. away and, um, yeah, no, nah, I wore number one when I was younger and, uh, my dad wore number one for our local footy club and that sort of thing. So it was always something that I would have loved to have done. And when it became an opportunity, I'd yeah, put my name up for it. Watching your own game develop, um, as we said, your high draft pick, you're playing consistent footy. What, what do they want you to do more? What's the next stage for... For Jace Jones, is it is it more being a little bit more offensive? Um, you do some great defensive work. You, you I think, kicked seven goals last year. Would you like to maybe just get a bit more of the ball on a weekly basis? Yeah, definitely. Be a bit more consistent in that sort of front. But like we've got a group at the moment that there are a few players that probably don't get recognised outside of the team, but yep. very influential for us as a group. So obviously, there's going to be periods where that's going to be me as well. So. Uh, yes, I'd obviously love to take my game, keep going to another level. Like you said, keep improving year on year. So obviously there's periods of that sort of stuff, like being more offensive and that sort of stuff that I want to, I do want to improve. But there's also roles in the team that we need to make sure that we're ticking off as well. Chase, you had a decent session today down at West Lakes. You take on West Coast in the preseason game on Saturday at Richmond Oval, 240 what is the major focus or a couple of the major focuses for this weekend? Uh, fair to say Port Adelaide probably had the better of you inside the centre square in the match simulation. So is that one of the major focuses heading into the game on Saturday? Yeah, most definitely. That contested side of things is where, you, where all your ball movement and all, everything starts stems from. So that's going to be a major focus like as we start the year up. So, um, yeah, that'll be one thing that we sort of try and keep ticking on. And we saw Isaac Rankin go inside and spend a bit more time inside against Port Adelaide. Just gives you that burst of speed, that energy in there. Is there anyone else we expect to see in there throughout the season? Rochelle is one that's probably pretty obvious, but outside of your mainstay midfielders, is there any other guys you're going to potentially pinch hit inside or anyone else? Yeah, there's going to be a few guys that go through there, like you, Lucky Peddlers, TV, yep. them sort of guys that are going to play different roles for us. So it's going to be um, it's going to be an exciting group that we've got moving forward. That's for sure. Taylor Walker said the best recruiting he's seen. He's seventeenth year for Big Taylor. I saw him the other day. He looks fit. But tell us about Daniel Curtin, Charlie Edwards, Oscar Ryan. How have they looked on the track? Yeah, they're going very well. The three of them they're um, just inserting themselves into the footy life, which is great. And um, just 
like obviously being 18, you get, there's so much to learn when you first come in. So I think just getting them to enjoy it to start with has just been great. And they're, they're going to show some very talented signs. They've already showed some very talented signs. So it's going to be very exciting for Crow supporters. And Daniel Curtin's a pretty big unit. Yeah, he's going to be... If if he goes, goes anything like Riley Steelthorpe, he's going to be a massive unit as well. So it's going to be scary. Hey, Dan and I spoke yesterday about the Crows' leadership. I think you've got eight on there. And uh, am I right in saying everyone voted yet to pick five players yourself and perhaps offer yourself up to see if you wanted to become a leader? And we've seen Mitch Hinge in there, Miller Murphy. I think he's one of those players you mentioned that does the sacrificial stuff. But um, is that how it worked? And you, I mean... You got the main guys at the top, but some nice names coming in at the bottom. Yeah, most definitely. That's that's uh, sort of how it started, and um, obviously, when there's a lot of guys that are putting their hands up, like it's um, such a big thing for the club. Like we, uh, there's not just eight leaders out there on the footy field. There's like there's twenty, twenty two. So we got to be all leaders in some right. So yeah, it's very exciting with some of these guys that have been around on list for a while, and a lot of the guys like you, like I said that. Um, have always been showing that sort of thing and to get a bit of recognition is great as well. So Chase, where is the upside for the Crows this year? A team that more than likely should have played finals last year, no doubt it felt like uh, internally and externally here in Adelaide, the number one offensive team last season. Where is the upside for Crows fans to really be excited about this year? Oh, like you said, our offense is something that we um, are great at in the league. So definitely want to focus on our defense and make sure that making it hard for other teams to score and little internal takers our offense even better. So it should be should be very exciting if we uh, keep moving on the flat path. And so take on West Coast, as mentioned, this weekend. We've seen pretty full-strength sides. Collingwood taking on Richmond in the first game. Uh, are we going to see a full-strength Adelaide Crows lineup this weekend? So we know that Murray is obviously not there and keen with a concussion. But besides that, does it look like we're going to have uh, pretty much a full-strength 22 running around? Yeah, it looks like at the moment. Um, it's Like I said, there's a lot of guys knocking down the door. So... Um, there's a lot of those guys that might not be in your necessarily your best 22, but they're punching the door down. So it's going to be very exciting um, for what we put out there. Incredible Walker, 17th year. I saw him, he looks as fit as a fiddle. He's a big man. He, he leads from the front. Had that amazing year last year. And uh, you'd be hoping, though, I suppose, that Phil Thorpe and Fogarty and that also step up a little bit more again just to, just to take a bit of pressure off the big techs. Yeah, most definitely. He's one of the... Ever since I got to the club, he's just one of them guys that always just finds a way to kick goals. Like at training and games, it's just he just has a knack and just does it week in, week out. So yeah, it's exciting. And like you said, hopefully Fogg and uh, Riley can keep moving their game forward as well. And just Tex is just an incredible leader in that space as well to help them guys. And one last progressing. One last one on yourself. You've been here a few years now. It's you know coming a boy from Tasmania comes to Adelaide and. There's a lot of guys from Melbourne and, and other parts. So how's it been for you? Have you had your your tough times as well as your good times? You bought a house? I mean, what what are you doing off-field? Yeah, most definitely there's always some ups and downs in um, we life. But, yeah, I bought in Adelaide and um, I'm doing some uni and doing trying to get into teaching and that sort of thing outside of footy, so which is um, a bit different, but trying to make sure that I've got life sorted as well. Now, Chase, last one before we let you go. Woods and I spoke about this last night. Now, I don't want you to sit on the fence here and just say we control the controllables. The question is, would you rather play round zero, like eight of the teams are, 
or would you prefer to be starting where you are in round one a week behind or a week after those other eight teams? It's Again, I think a lot of people have different opinions. What's just your opinion on it? I want to play like I want to play footy, so yep. I think whenever that might be, like right. I think that we should all start the same. But that's my opinion. I'd love playing footy in general, so I'd play. I would have played three weeks ago if I could. So. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> answer. Yeah, oh. no, nah, it's it's going to be good fun when it all starts up again. So yeah, and and Yankel's perfect. I mean, list Frank um, injuries aren't nice. We've seen some people miss a lot of footy. There, you're all back to one hundred percent now. Yeah, no, nah, all good now. Back at training fully and. No, no real worries about it, which is nice. So um, you can get into the season and not have to worry about that sort of thing, which is always good. Well, Chase, you're a great story. Love speaking with you. All the best, mate. Have a terrific 2024. Perfect. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Chase. Chase Jones, the number one number there, Dan, has been a curse. No, just about everyone that's worn it previously <laughs> hasn't been able to get a kick. But he, he's heading towards 100 games. Someone's in Tasmania said he was the best kid they'd ever seen. Played early, really, uh, against the seniors early and... And it, it's taken him a while, but I think every year now you see Chase Jones is in that first 18, isn't he? He's picked in pretty well every week. Yeah, he is. And he's he, they're starting to get a real trust in him as a player, I, I think, not just his teammates, but also the coaching group as well, which is why he is one that they would put, the magnet would put on the board and they wouldn't move it. You mentioned that Liz Frank injury. I actually uh, did mine about four years ago, so I know did how you? bad they can be. And it is that three-month type injury that, yeah, that they're not good injuries. If you don't get them right, then they can linger and they can actually impact your career. Now, they've got some really good physios and doctors that they have access to there. And timing-wise, he's been able to have that little bit longer to get it right over the off-season. So it's good to hear that he has said there's no extra symptoms or issues that he's had there because it is one that definitely can linger if you don't get it right. Is that inside of the ankle or outside? No, nah, Liz Frank's in, in the middle of your foot, right effectively. Middle. Yep. So it's right what holds it together. It's when you kick the footy, if your Liz Frank's no good, bang, it feels oh. like your foot's exploding. So I actually played a game with a torn Liz Frank, but that's another story, Wilds. It's not a not a good injury to have, but it's good to hear that, yeah, they've managed it beautifully and Chase is ready to go in season 2024. Yeah, good to hear. Good story, Jubis. He was maligned, as I said, with McHenry and himself, the uh, supporters, the, the media, everybody had a go, but now he's one of the regulars. Just before we go, a quick community update. Thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and prepare this bushfire season. Stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with South Australian Country Fire Service. Visit cfs.sa.gov.au. This community update is thanks to new Firecoat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions, available at Bunnings Warehouse. Dan, have a great weekend, and we'll see you... Blighty's back, isn't he? Blighty is back. Welcome back, Malcolm. On Monday night, uh, I'm actually on tomorrow, uh, SEN Victoria and SA just teaming up, so I'll be on tomorrow afternoon for Sports Day, but uh, Blighty will be back Monday, so I'll see you a few weeks into the footy season. Well done, too, to you and Bonds over the summer. Fantastic. I've really enjoyed the last couple of weeks. We'll certainly see plenty of you through. That's it for us. Have a great weekend. See you Monday between 6 and 7. Bye for now.